Somebody say with me, don't get weary. Galatians, the sixth chapter and the ninth verse says, let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap if we do not give up. Look at somebody and tell them, don't give up. I'm going to read from the, uh, from the, um, the Passion Translation as well because I love how it says it. It says, and don't allow yourselves to be weary in planting good seeds. For the season of reaping, the wonderful harvest you've planted is coming. Is coming, y'all. Some of y'all been doing good for years and years, and, and you can't help the, the flesh can't help. Just like Andy said a while ago when he was talking about how many's enjoying the fast. It's not about our taste buds or our stomach enjoying it. It's about knowing that I am a spirit. I live in a body and I possess a soul. My spirit man is in tune with what the Word of God says and that's what fasting is about. And when we understand that, it's not about seeing things and looking because our flesh will say sometimes, Man, I've been doing this, and I've paid my tithe, and I've sowed that seed, and I helped that person, and now nobody's helping me. The Bible says don't grow weary because, or become discouraged because at the proper time. I serve a God that is of the proper time, y'all. I serve a God that knows what, when, what happens when we get up, when we lay down. And I serve a God that never sleeps himself or never slumbers. So I serve a God that knows exactly what we need when we need it. I'm not saying that, that, that you can't wonder or ask questions but I do ask you to do this keep your faith in Jesus and your eyes on the word and trust the Lord and yea though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death you don't have to fear evil you don't have to fear the, the, the creditors you don't have to fear all that mess but you can stand on the word that says he will take care of you in Galatians 6-8 we're encouraged to pers persevere with steadfastness in what? In doing good. The Bible says in another place, don't render evil for evil. My daddy used to, my daddy was a good man. He just wasn't um, what you might say a preacher. And he had his own little things. And he was such a given Man and, and he never did anybody wrong, but but he would make jokes. That's where I get my dashing sense of humor, I guess. But he would say, Well, the Bible says do unto others before they get a chance. And my mother'd say, Jack. <laughs> That's not what the Bible says. With all due respect to, to Big Jack in heaven today, we should do what the word says and Stay steadfast in doing good no matter what other people do because you don't have to reap what they sow, but you will see what you sow come back to you. This reminds us to stay and remain committed and being kind. You know what? It's easy to be hateful when other people are hateful, but the Word says stay steadfast in being and, and doing good. Doing good is being kind when nobody else will be. Compassionate, even in the face of adversities and challenges. 
and it serves as a good source. This scripture serves as a good source of inspiration because it tells us as individuals to walk in patience. Walk in patience in faith. Walk with patience, I should say, in faith, knowing that our labor, what we've done, what we've sowed, what we've paid, what we've did, ultimately will bring fruit in due time. Somebody say, don't get weary. Don't get weary remembering the promises of God. In Psalm 103 verse 2, it says, Bless and affectionately praise the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget any of His benefits. As Christians today, we're called to live by faith and trust in the promises of God. When we face challenges and difficulties, it's important to remember that God is faithful. Somebody say, God is faithful. He's faithful to His promises, and His promises are true. Take strength in knowing that our labor, all the things you do, all the work that you do during the year, all the things you do at home for your, for your kids and your husband and your wife, whatever the case may be, all the work that you do for your job, even though sometimes it seems unrecognized, understand that when you work as working unto the Lord, the Lord is the one that will bring the benefit. It may not make sense for you to get a $5 raise, but if God says give it, you'll get it. It makes no sense for you to be able to start your own business, but he said if you will be encouraged and not be weary and well-doing, you will reap what you've sown. And I believe that you can sow big seeds and reap big harvests. Stay focused on his promises. See, that's the key. The reason it's so important to read your Bible, the reason every year at this time we push the fact that you should get a one-year reading Bible, it's not because that Bible is any better than any other, but what that Bible has done, I've seen it for over probably 20 years at least that we've been doing this. It helps people get on a routine because this world is so full of things and our time is always spoken for. If you will dedicate 15 to 20 minutes a morning or an evening or in the lunchtime to sit down with that one-year Bible and read a little bit of old, a little bit of new, a little bit of psalm, a little bit of proverbs, it'll change your life. At the end of the year, you'll go, wait, 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 wait. I have read the entire Bible. And I promise you, if you will remember the promises of God and stay focused on His promises, what you focus on will come towards you. When you stay focused on God's promises, you'll find renewed strength to be able to continue doing good, knowing that your efforts are making a difference in the kingdom. Somebody say, don't get weary. Don't get weary in leaning on God's strength. I'm telling you, I went to the gym. You know, I've got a gym membership that I use a lot in January every year. I wear that thing out in January. February, it starts to But that's all right. We went to the gym the other night, and, you know, I am a spirit, so I tell my body what to do. Then my body started talking back to me. I got on the treadmill, and I ran my 30 minutes. As a matter of fact, I, 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 I'm not bragging, but I will. <laughs> I can run pretty fast. I get I, I can get down the road and I can get quite a bit done. But uh, Thursday night, I what was it Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever time we went after prayer, um, 
it wasn't going quite as quick as usual. So I was, um, this thing called pride just, just came right up. I didn't have to look for it. I didn't have to ask, where's my pride? I mean, it just popped right up. And I wasn't about to let 30 minutes go by and me not be able to complete three miles. And I know that's slow, but I, I, I cranked that thing up. And I don't know if you've ran on a treadmill lately, but I usually run at a, run at a pace of about six and a half to seven miles an hour. How many watched Top Gun this past year? <clears throat> Maybe it was last year, but um, Tom Cruise in Top Gun was going to, um, he was going to defy, you know, and he was going to get to Mach 10. And his, his uh, you, you know where this is going. Some of y'all know where this is going. And his guy on the ground said, don't go past Mach 10. And he got to Mach 10. And then the guy on the ground knew what he was going to do. He said, don't do it, don't do it. And even on that treadmill the other night, I was at six and a half, seven, and I wasn't going as fast as I thought. So I got up to eight, and I went, don't do it, don't do it. And I went on up. And I made three minutes and 30 minutes and 18 seconds, okay? But the next night, I was sitting, playing piano, and about halfway through a song, I felt the biggest old knot just forming right there. And I was sitting on stage, and I couldn't, I couldn't jump up. Or if I did, they would think something's wrong with Jack. But I started rubbing that knot. Here's my point. Our strength is fleeting, coming and going. Our strength, you know what, if I don't let that membership go dormant this year next January I won't have those cramps in my muscles like I did this year because I hadn't ran in a while do you understand what I'm saying exercise your faith just like you would exercise your body your body has to fall in line with your faith when you know that you are a spirit you live in a body and you tell your body what to do now my body talked back to me so I'm going to have to listen and be be conscious of that no doubt but I can make I did it I missed it by 18 seconds I made myself do what I wanted to do. Why? Because I knew I could. What the Word of God does is gives us the power to know who we are in Christ. And Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and our strength, mighty and impenetrable, a very present and well-proved help in trouble. Listen, when you feel weak, it's easy to rely on your own strength. It's easy to say, well, you know what? I don't feel like being kind, so I'm just going to do this myself. Pride, just like on the treadmill the other night, pride will come up. I can do this all on my own, which always will lead to burnout, and it will always lead to discouragement. Don't rely on what you can do yourself. Turn to God and allow his strength to be your strength because in him I live, I move, I breathe, and I have my being. Somebody say amen. I'm a firm believer that we should work hard in life. 
I tell my kids, you got to work. The Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. You got to work hard. I'm not talking about not working hard. There was a, 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 a basketball coach, actually a football coach, a teacher at Alcoa Middle School one time. He looked at me, and he was just joking, but he said, so what do you preachers do all day? You just like lay around and pray and stuff. And I said, no. And I was a little offended, to be honest with you. But we've got to understand that laying around and praying is all right. But work, faith without works is dead. But if you only trust yourself, you will only dream as big as what you can produce. If you only trust the works of your hands, and I'm about working. I'm about working hard. I'm about getting up early, staying up late if you need to, whatever. I'm about that. But if you only trust what you can do, then you will begin to trust your education more than you trust God's promotion power. If you trust what you can do, then you will trust your smarts and your, as my daddy once again would say, your book learning, you will trust that more than you will trust the intelligence that God placed in you at birth that he will draw out of you if you will study and show yourself approved. See, I'm talking about don't get weary leaning on your own strength when you have a God that spoke all of the universe into existence that loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes on him would not perish but have everlasting life. Don't lean on your ability when you've got a God that took three Hebrew boys that stood up for him out of a fire and they didn't even smell like smoke. Don't lean on your ability when you serve a God that Noah did that put his family on a boat and it rained and rained and rained and they didn't even get wet. Don't Trust yourself when you got a God that you can trust in like that. Faith in God and through your prayers, through your meditation, through the Word of God, staying connected with your church community, you can tap into limitless strength from the Heavenly Father. Trust in His strength. And don't get weary. You'll find endurance and not get weary. You will be a, someone that perseveres and you won't get weary. You will overcome and you won't get weary because God will empower you to do His will when you allow His strength to become your strength. Somebody said, don't get weary. Don't get weary and rest in God's presence. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. Did you hear what I just read? Come to me. Jesus is talking. Come to me, all, the, all of you who are weary and heavy burdened by religious... Listen, religion will kill you salvation and belief and faith in Jesus Christ will give you life and give it to you more abundantly by religious rituals and provide peace and I will give you rest refreshing your souls with salvation in the middle of your busyness it's crucial to get in the presence of God 
Because when fatigue moves in, faith moves out. And I'm not talking about fatigue in your body. That's a real thing too. But I'm talking about fatigue in your thinking, in your soul. How many's ever thought about something and the more you think, the, 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 the heavier you begin to feel? Jesus, in this scripture, invites us to come to him when we're weary and when we're burdened and he promises to give us rest. Why and how? Spending time in his presence. Spending time in his presence rejuvenates your spirit. It provides the rest you need in doing good. Somebody say amen to that. By making time for God, you will experience his peace and restoration, establishing and enabling yourself to continue to serve others, serve your family, serve God with joy and with compassion. Somebody say, don't get weary. Today, I want to tell you that when you decide and trust Jesus and not become weary, and listen, is it easy? Oh, it's easy. But we're in a brand new year. Some of y'all clicked over into 24 going, whew, I'm glad 23's over. Then don't go back here. Don't go back and go, oh, I failed on that, so I, I, I don't know if I can do this. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That's your word. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the power and the word of my testimony. You know why it's so important to speak positive? Because the word of God says you're an overcomer by the, word, the, power, the blood of Jesus and the word of your testimony. Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life is in the power of the tongue. So you are an overcomer by your testimony. The blood of Jesus, if you're a Christian, it will never fail you. But your testimony has to stay aligned with the word of God. If God healed you today, there was someone come up for healing this morning and they said once we prayed, they already felt better. That's the testimony. That's the, faith and denial are not the same thing. I'm not asking you to deny the problem, but I'm asking you to speak the remedy more than the problem because death and life is in the power of the tongue. In, in Psalm 84, 11, it says, for the Lord God is a sun and shield, the Lord bestows grace and favor and honor. No good thing will he withhold. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That's enough to shout right there. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Don't confuse self-righteousness with God's righteousness. I love my heritage and I'm thankful for where I come from. But not everything what, that I was taught I stand on today. And here's the reason. Man, when I was growing up, I was afraid to blink too many times. I'm exaggerating, but not much. <laughs> everything was wrong. It's a sin to do this and it's a sin to do that and it's a sin. And y'all heard me say this over and over and I'll keep saying it because it's true. At 10 years old, sitting on the church piano, I literally asked myself, what do we believe in? Because every time someone would join the church, we don't believe in this, we don't believe in that, we don't believe in this. Here's the deal. I do believe 
in living as good as you can. But when you put the weight of your righteousness on yourself, you will fail. We are washed clean by the righteousness of Jesus Christ and we only can depend on the ability to stay upright with Christ through the grace of God by His righteousness. In other words, grace, grace, wonderful grace. We have to live in grace. Grace is not a, a, not a, a, a right to sin. Grace is the ability to know that Paul was one of the most prolific writers in the New Testament and he said, what I try to do, I don't get done and what I need to get done, I don't do. And all the things that he was saying, I, I know to do good and sometimes I just don't do it. I am a spirit, I live in a body and my body is produced by earthly moms and dads that love us as good as they can and they teach us as good as they can but sometimes they miss it just a little bit and they teach us things that take us down a path of oh I, I, gotta, I gotta be good enough for God to love me no God loves you no matter how hellacious how your life has been God loves you no matter how bad you've done people around you and I'm gonna tell you right now until you understand grace because I was raised in the church. As the old saying goes, I was taken to church nine months before I was born. And until I understood grace, I never was able to walk by faith. Not to the degree I can now. Because I get to praying and I get to thinking and I get to believing for someone's healing. And every time the devil would remind me of some shortcoming I had in my life. When I know that by the blood of Jesus that's been totally and completely covered by him. And I can now trust in and persevere with hope knowing that my righteousness yes is as filthy rags but I'm not accounted by my righteousness I am looked on by the heavenly father because he's my savior he sees his righteousness I'm covered by the blood of the lamb and I will proclaim the testimony of the word of God because the blood of the lamb will never lose its power so let me read that again Psalm 84 11 for the Lord God is the son is the son and shield the Lord bestows grace and favor and honor. No good thing will he withhold for those who walk uprightly. Whoo. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When you think about it that way, I'm going to walk uprightly in the covering of God's grace and his mercy. Whoo. I can ask what I will and it shall be done. He will heal my heart when I have a spasm as quickly as he will heal sugar diabetes. He will heal every kind of cancer. I have known it, seen it, and stand on it today that if we will trust in God and walk uprightly, trusting in him and asking for his covering. Now listen, I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna move on and finish up, but I am talking about you, 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 you can trust the grace of God and, and, and stay in faith I don't understand how you can do that and not love because here's the thing I have just described to you to the best of my ability how we are covered by the blood of Jesus and walk in his righteousness and I want to bring you back to one quick scripture that says God is love amen so you can only do that by 
accepting his love and passing it on. Galatians 6, 9, one more time. And let not, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. The Apostle Paul told us to persevere and he reminds us that we will reap a harvest at the proper time if we don't give up. This assurance gives us hope in the midst of weariness, gives us hope facing challenges. Fix your eyes on the fact today that we are more than conquerors. Did you hear what I said? That's why I don't live by this. Well, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. In other words, I'm just barely making it through. I'm just a poor wayfaring stranger. Spit that out of your mouth. It may be a good song, but it's not the testimony of a Christian. I'm not just a poor wayfaring stranger. I know where my home is. I know where I'm going. I know how I'm getting there. I know while I'm here that I'm more than a conqueror. I'm not just a conqueror. I'm not just going to win. I'm going to more than win. I'm not just going to have enough. I'm going to have more than enough. In our relationship with Jesus, we will find that motivation when we persevere through difficult situations and seasons. Our hope in Jesus is not in vain. For God is faithful to fulfill his promises. So, today, what is today? What is the date? Today is the 14th day of January, 2024. I decree and declare, and I ask you to join me in making this resolution in your own life, that we will continue doing good, knowing that what we do is significant and and it will be rewarded in due time. Now, say one more time, don't get weary. Thank you so much for watching this sermon. We hope it encouraged you. Check out more of Apostle Jack's sermons to stay encouraged throughout the week. We also do live streams on Sunday mornings at 10. We would love for you all to stay connected, so go like and follow all of our socials. Life is so beautiful with Jesus and community. So, so join, join the fam! fam.